Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates, there's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches, their contact information, their social media information, uh, some basic stats about the school and more. Plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions, share your wins, your losses, any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process. It's all there at the Discover College Soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com slash study table and hopefully we will see you there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Brian from Central Penn College outside of Harrisburg. Welcome, Coach. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I love what you're doing with this, so uh, keep keep doing it. I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, I think uh, by my calculation, I think you're, you're interviewed 216, so <laughs> we're, we're cranking them out here. <laughs> less than less than two years at it, but uh, but we'll just keep going. That the good thing is there's there's plenty of programs to talk to. That's for sure. Yep. So let's start off with yours. Um, you guys are in the USCAA. Uh, we've talked to a couple other schools, I think, that are that are part of that, the the small colleges association. So that's cool. Um, you know, tell me a little bit more about uh. The, just the program and in terms of, of how it works with the USCA and what that's like. Yeah. So the USCA um, small college athletic association that deals with a lot of colleges that are um, slightly under the NCAA D3 level. Um, and some have been transitioning from the USCA to NCAA um, from our conference. So um, it's, it's an opportunity for athletes. to if they, if they aren't getting the looks at from, if they're not getting a look from the bigger schools, NCAA schools, it's an opportunity for them to also participate at a high level. Um, our program, um, man, COVID hit us hard. Uh, COVID canceled 20, 20, 2020 season and 2021 season. Um, I came in in 21 and really I came in late. So I, I didn't have a great recruiting class. So what I did was I asked like, Hey, can we cancel this season and let me hit the recruiting trails hard and, what we did and fortunate enough that we were able to bring in a good group of guys for the 2022 season and competed at a high level. We're close to uh, the NCAA tournament ranked 15th in the country. And then uh, that kind of just snowballed into 2023 where um, we had a lot of accolades, a lot of all Americans four all Americans um, won the regular season in our conference. Uh, we're one of those first four, first two out like the NCAA tournament does. We were one of the first two out of the tournament this year again. So the guys are hungry. And um, when it comes down to it, it's just a, a bunch of guys that they didn't want to wait to to play maybe two or three years. And they wanted to have an impact on a program right away. And it's it's benefited us big time. Yeah, no, that makes, makes sense. I mean, you had a, had a great season this year. So congrats on that. But now that it's wrapped up, are you – you're heavy into the recruiting trail, I'm guessing. Uh, and and just talk to me about timeline. I'm guessing right now you're really focused on the class of 24s, but are you looking at 25s? What, what does that timeline look like for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, at, the grind never stops, Matt, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we're really focused on twenty rounding out our 2024 class. 
Um, but we're entertaining 2025 guys that are interested and in, in have seen our program and uh, maybe they 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 do have an interest of, of playing right away. Um, so yeah, we, we are constant communicating with our, our 24s, but um, we're getting those those emails from 2025s and 2026s. So it's uh, it, that's a good thing. Um, and we, we want to keep guys on, um, on the radar for sure through, through their junior years and, and then going into their senior years, but trying to round out our, our, our class for next season, big time. Okay. Well, I mean, looking at your roster, you're, you know, not surprising at a small school, you're fairly regional, you know, and, and a lot within Pennsylvania. So what are some of the leagues and, and, and tournaments and things that you're hitting the most to, to start that recruiting process? Um, we're lucky enough to be in Harrisburg where we're within two hours of a lot of big time showcases, um, where I would, this past weekend, I was at the PDA up in Jersey. I was at EDP in Hamilton, New Jersey. And then I had a, a college coaching skills camp at LaSalle university that I attended, um, Sunday. So, but then the year, the week before that was Bethesda, um, showcase. So I was there and. This week, this weekend, we have PA Classics in Lancaster, so it's all within about two hours. So we're in a great spot where we can get to these places um, fairly often. And uh, yeah, our roster is filled with with some guys that are regional, but um, we are Jer the Jersey, Maryland uh, teams, Virginia teams have have shown interest. So okay, well, you mentioned the the CCSC camp. Um, I mean, do you guys host your own camps or do you or your staff work other camps? How, how important are camps to your overall recruiting process? Yeah, I, I think camps are a great way to get connected with a coach for a player. Um, the showcases, yeah, you get to showcase your talent, but I think the camps are an opportunity for you to kind of get that one-on-one -on -one in person connection with a coach. Um, see if you guys have the same vibe. And uh, I, I thought it was great this Sunday where I got to, I got to run a session uh, in the afternoon and I got a, I got direct connection with personal connection with about 140 players, all seniors down to freshmen. So um, maybe I can leave a lasting impression on them, um, which will kind of like heighten their, their, their attention and maybe heighten their uh, interest in us. So, yeah, I think the camps are, are fantastic. Any ID clinic or ID camp, um, I think I, I kind of prefer those because you get the, a real feel for the coach and the player. Yeah, for sure. Well, whether it's at an ID camp or, or any of those tournaments, you know, what kind of builds your, your perfect player? What is that hierarchy of things you're looking for when you make offers, whether it's on the field stuff or off the field stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, without, without really diving into their profile, their academic profile, because I think that's the number one thing for me is, I, you need a player who um, can take care of themselves in the classroom, um, not only on the soccer field, but it, with their academics. So, um, but when I'm at these ID clinics, ID camps, showcases, everybody's good. <laughs> Everybody can play. Um, it's those other intangible things I look for um, that maybe how they treat their teammates, uh, how they treat their coaches, maybe even how they treat their family. Maybe uh, when they come off the field, are they, are they upset because the coach took them out and they're showing bad body language on the sideline? Um, how they treat the, the officials, like are they complaining after every call? And I, I think that that matters so much 
at the next level. Um, I think when it comes down into those tight knit, close matches, there's slugfests. Everybody, both teams are very technical, but when it comes down to it, it's those little tiny, small things that kind of can make it make a break you. Um, I was fortunate enough to to really keep that mindset going into this year. And I have a great group of guys with me right now on our roster that um, have shown that mental toughness that I saw just those little glimpses. If I'm at a camp, like I'll I'll watch a kid go in the game and and be technical on the ball and, and, and connect the the, the passes and and finishing the attacking third. But when they come off, are are they, are they high-fiving their teammates or are they, um, being coached up by their coach and listening and really diving into it. So are they celebrating with another teammate who scored? Uh, so th- those things kind of stand out to me a lot. Okay. Well, with the transfer portal blowing up and being what it is, uh, are, is transfers, junior college kids, internationals, do any of those come into play in your, in your recruiting? Absolutely. Um, the transfer portal is insane right now. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Um, and I think uh, where we stand uh, in our level is a great, great spot for p- uh, players if they weren't getting the playing time or they weren't getting, they weren't satisfied with their experience at a bigger school. Like we're available. Um, I have a few. I have two kids on my team now that, that transferred in that they weren't happy with their situation, so they they wanted to play here and. The, they were great fits for us. One of them was um, all conference. So it's, it goes to show like, if you're not satisfied, like you, you don't need to stick it out. I say, I always say, go somewhere where you can, you can get your feet cemented into a program. Um, but yeah, w- w- we are that, that opportunity for, for, for players to, to transfer into and have an immediate impact. Um, but man, it's, it's crazy these days. And, and even vice versa, like making sure my players, uh, the retention is there and making sure that they are, if they're invested in us this season, they're invested in us uh, the next season as well. So okay. it's, it's a hard thing to balance right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the school. I'm sure there's folks not familiar with, with central Penn there in Harrisburg. So, you know, you, you, you came in, you, you've resurrected the program a bit. So you've been there not, not too long, but long enough. Uh, what are some of the things you found to be, you know, great about the school, some things maybe we wouldn't even know just by going through the website. Well, Matt, coincidentally, I work in admissions. So <laughs> well, there you go. The perfect person to talk to. <laughs> um, I, I just think it's it's a hidden gem, and our marketing department hates when we use that term. <laughs> but uh, it's a hidden gem. It's got a college campus feel. Uh, it's got on-campus housing. Um, the academics are fantastic. But what, what they really pride themselves off of and what I really try to get my guys to focus on is setting themselves up for afterwards. Our career services are fantastic with where we're located right outside Harrisburg. It's a big hub uh, for a lot of businesses, organizations, a lot of companies like Amazon has a headquarters here. And um, if you're into criminal justice, we have the Capitol and we have all these government agencies. So, and if you're into health sciences, we have all these hospitals. So it's, I always look at, yeah, it might not be a big college life experience, like a big Penn state or, or a temple or, but if you're focused on getting out of college and being set up for success, central Penn is where it's at. It's they help you when you walk in the door, when, when you step foot on campus with internships, job opportunities, um, 
So we do have that uh, uh, campus feel. We have on-campus housing. We have apartments. We have an outdoor pool. We have fitness centers and all all that. Um, but it's I think it's more focused on what are we going to do for you after you graduate. Okay. Well, you know, when kids come into college and playing a sport, you and I both know sometimes it's tough uh, making that adjustment of balancing the demands of, of the classroom and the demands of the playing field. So how do your players really make sure they're successful in both? What kind of support systems does a school have to help them in that? We have um, we have a great support system. Uh, our success coaches is what they're called, um, their job title. And they just help you navigate through your academic career. Uh, we do stuff as a program. Um, we have study halls. Uh, we have, we call them round table discussions where we talk about intangible stuff, um, soft skills. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it could be a lot. Um, a lot of, a lot of students, they think they're ready for a college life experience or let me rephrase that a student athlete experience. Um, and it's a lot harder than you think. Um, but I think what, what we do here at Central Penn with our success coaches, um, it's just I'm their coach on the fields and a lot of times off the field. But we have we have coaches for them in the halls and in the academic buildings, and they, they work with them every week. Hey, I saw that you missed class this week. This is what you need to do to, to, to recover. And, hey, I see you're slipping in this class. Can, can we can we get this? Out? It's they're not leaving you in the dark and and you're not getting to your midterms or finals like, oh, my God, I have so much to make up for. They, they keep you on track. So it's good. OK, well, take me back a couple weeks, uh, you know, to the heart of the season. Um, walk me through what a typical week might look like for one of your players in terms of class, practice times, meals, game schedules, that kind of thing. Yeah, so. I mean, Sunday nights, we usually do um, a roundtable discussion. Um, so we're either talking about um, like how to how to respond to adversity, how to handle like how to handle um, networking opportunities and stuff like that. Um, so it's that's all stuff that's not soccer related. Then Monday hits and they typically are in class um, between nine and, and about three o'clock, nine two thirty. We'll hit the training field at about four four to six. And afterwards, it's either one day it alternates each week, but it's either study hall or uh, weights. Um, so we'll do that. And then maybe we'll have a game uh, during the week. We'll, all, we'll be leaving. Maybe our bus will be departing around one o'clock. We'll, we won't be getting back to 11. Um, and then on the weekends, we, we usually have a game on a Saturday or Friday. So it's, it's, it's pretty packed. Their, their days off are typically on Sundays, but, mentally that's not a day off so they're they're still they're still working those those gears are grinding for sure but um we try as a as a staff we try to give them the real student life experience student athlete experience um as best as we possibly can with the resources that we have so um we'll have team meals once in a while like my god bless them my parents hosted a spaghetti dinner for them um which was cool they got to hear from um my mom and dad so um yeah, it's it's we try to do as as and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes we have to just give them a give them a night off, like <laughs> just hit the reset button. But they they we value recovery just as much as we do um, intensity and training. So um, hopefully they outside their we can their brains can shut off, their bodies can shut off. They can they can hang out. So 
and they do some team bonding uh, um, stuff as well. No, sounds great. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the team. You know, is the is there a roster size that you find is ideal that you're trying to hit each year? Yeah, I mean, obviously we want enough um, to go 11 aside. We were at 21 this year. Um, we're coming from 14 the year before that. Um, and hopefully we want to be between 25 and 30 for uh, 2024. Um, and it's it's hard because retention has been difficult. Um, and so, yeah, we're, that's what we're aiming for. I, I think right now we're on, we're on pace for about 23, 24. Hopefully some guys that maybe were – contemplating it can can turn our way um but yeah 25 20, 25 to 30 is ideal for us okay and in terms of the staff uh is it just you do you have other people are there other people in the athletic department who help out with the team what's that look like yeah so i, I have a, a first assistant um like chris hartman is he's my first assistant um we do have a goalkeeping coach that splits time with the women's and 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 the men's um and we're hoping to bring on a third coach this year uh just to to balance it out someone who um is looking to maybe get 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 their foot in the door in the college coaching world um and then we have we have an athletic trainer that helps out we have a uh, strength and conditioning coach that works with them in the off season so it's it's a, it's a solid solid crew it gets the job done but um i'm always looking for relief in some some categories <laughs> understandable well about you specifically, how would you describe kind of your style of coaching and the style of play that you're hoping to implement there? Yeah, I mean, uh, I played at the Division three and Division one level, um, and I I think the, how I coach is I, I'm more of a relationships coach than an X's and O's. Um, I don't think – I believe – I don't think you can get the X's and O's unless you actually have solid relationships with the, with the guys. I don't think they can believe in the X's and O's. Um, until they trust you. Um, so I, I try to build relationships with them every day. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a former track runner too in college. So I, I like speed. I like fast guys. I like guys that, um, can, can just move their, move the ball as fast as, as they can. Um, also I just like mentally tough guys, like guys that can handle hard coaching. Um, I coach hard because I, I believe in them. I, I, I have high expectations of the guys coming in here. Um, so I think a fast game, um, I like to uh, uh, a coordinated defensive effort, but then also I like a really creative counterattack. Um, I had, I was blessed with a lot of speed the past two years uh, where they can just fly after we defend well as a unit. Um, I, I like loud guys too, like guys that can communicate. I'm a big communicator. I believe in proactive communicating rather than reactive. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I I'm, I'm reserved on the sideline. You won't hear me yelling at refs. You won't hear me coming down on players. Um, but I think just the way I am and my personality, they, they understand that my message received, even if I, if, even if I'm whispering in their ears. No, I like it. Well, coach, I really appreciate you giving us a, a lot of your time. I, I want to end on one question, and that's if you had any piece of advice, one one piece of information that you wish any recruits and their families knew about the college recruiting process, what would that be? I would I would really say get to know the coach and players, uh, the current coach and current players. If the players can maybe have an overnight visit with the team and um, maybe they can come to a training session and really see the, the, the inside um, things because – 
a lot of coaches will sell their their programs and sell the college from the outside, but if you can really get to know the the coach on a on a personal level, like one of my one of my recruits last year, I went to go see his sister's AAU tournament that was local. So I went to go watch the her his 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 sister play. I got to know, talked with the parents, got to meet the sister, and like really got to know the family. And I think that's what really got them to to invest in their son at Central Penn. So I I I would just say build relationships as as, as much as you possibly can. Uh, love it. Can't agree more. Well, Coach, really appreciate it. Best of luck uh, wrapping up your recruiting class, uh, and hopefully you'll get to that USCA National Championship uh, tournament next season. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank, Thank you. you very much. The Discover College Soccer Podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more.